0: Sponsorship of the KQED live audio stream comes from Xfinity Mobile, featuring customized wireless plans. Customers can choose unlimited, buy the gig, shared data, or a mix of both and switch it up anytime. Learn more at XfinityMobile.com. From KQED in San Francisco, this is the writer's block. My name is Trini Dalton, and I'll be reading today from my new story collection called Baby Geisha. This piece is called escape mushroom style. The animal hospital looked out upon the Wonder Wheel, an antique Ferris wheel constructed of enough metal to build four skyscrapers. Plate glass windows in the waiting room gave the office where Scruffles and I awaited a meeting with the soft tissue surgeon a sleek feel. But carnival views don't make cancer fun. I stroked Scruffles, panting at my side with a golf ball sized tumor hanging off his dong. Snake-skinned ladies, men with gorilla wives, fire-breathers, poodles riding tricycles, elephantitis—it had all gone down here on Coney Island. Penis tumors were probably old hat. Made sense that a polluted beach would be a mutant culture hub. Was this vet going to be Siamese twins? Suddenly, it was moronic instead of ironic that I had considered administering dog cancer treatment at a facility bordering a decrepit amusement park. It was more moronic that I lived nearby. "'Scruffles?' I asked, scratching his woolly red left ear. "'Will you feel like a freak if we operate?' Scruffles wagged his tail. Any question involving upped intonation at the end of the phrase produces in him a hope for fish. I kept this appointment because I needed a surgeon's opinion. The receptionist called us in. The doctor was not a Siamese twin but rather an emaciated man whose head reminded me of a calavera de azucar." a day of the dead sugar skull. He groped my dog in a twitchy way and recommended something horrible. I'm not removing anything except the tumor, I vowed, petting scruffles as I committed to keeping his body intact. He'll die, the surgeon said. Who is he to issue the death sentence? I slammed the office door on the way out. Soft tissue surgeons are too fixated on slicing to know what you do and don't cut. It's just not right. Amputating a dog's penis is ludicrous, I fumed in the taxi home. Scruff's panted, which I took as agreement. What would I tell people when they asked where my dog's organ went? A week later, I left Scruff at home with three chew toys and took the train instead to ride the Wonder Wheel, whose cars, every quarter rotation, swing out on railings to the edge of the wheel's circumference. These cages, called the danglers, dangle you over the boardwalk like a hooked worm being lowered into a lake of big mouth bass. My brother and I, swinging every two minutes, questioned how long our corroded cage would hold. We needed a meaningful conversation during our limited time together while he visited. Today we cried a lot. Privacy was non-existent in this city, and we needed some. At least on the Wonder Wheel, we had a car to ourselves. We're breaking up, he said, of him and his girlfriend. Tears welled. Don't amputate, I said, meaning don't cut her out of your life. It's not an ending, just a change. Breakups are terminal illness, what's worse? Why compare? This was our discussion as our car teetered above skee-ball players and kids ramming bumper cars. The toxic Atlantic was on the left, and the veterinary hospital lurked right. From up there, New York was semi-manageable. As microscopic as the toadstool world I prefer to live in. That's where they told me Scruffles had four weeks to live, I pointed down, at the speck of an animal hospital, starting to cry. Wind whisked away my tears. Have you tried natural remedies? Lolly asked. We gripped the bar, sealing our metal cage, and swung. Next week I take Scruffles to the herbalist, I said. I have over a thousand mushroom photos under my belt. Last time I counted, I was nearing four digits, so I began excursions to rip Van Winkle's home turf the clove where Irving's character allegedly fell asleep. Downy purple cortinarius, a favorite fungus, grows under hemlock between blue slate outcroppings there. I may be approaching 1,200 shots. I take road trips to my hideaway hills upstate after heavy rains. I've collaged my images, written amateur essays, and attended lectures at natural history museums, about how genetic mushroom identification is outmoding Linnean taxonomic charts common to field guides. The Mycological Society recently performed a play there, riffing on Dr. Faustus, in which nerds portrayed mushroom collectors haunting Faust, who sold his soul for a lifetime supply of morels. Now that's cony Coney is the word I use to describe the grotesque and twisted, something so disturbing it's funny, something New York, Something convoluted, something ill-flowering like a wart. A friend who just returned from China was telling me over a shrimp dinner that markets in Beijing sell grubs on a stick. That's coney. He handed me a menu he'd lifted from this Beijing restaurant called Escape Mushroom Style that listed 15 pages of mushroom-based dishes, our collective reverie, minus one page of various sheep penis entrees, coney. I used to peddle organic produce at health food conventions. Frequently, my booth was across from the reishi booth, always the most sparsely attended table. Littered with finger-like brown, red, and orange strided conks, alongside pamphlets printed in Mandarin, the reishi table was considered by most to be mysterious and sketchy. Is that a mushroom cult? People whispered as I fluffed up kale bundles. Reishi contains anti-cancer agents and is a detoxifier that has been used in tea, powder, and extract form for thousands of years. It's a preventative. I was confused about why people avoided eye contact with the reishi promoters as if looking at or thinking about cancer cure would promote neoplastic growth. Aversion to disease and the oddity surrounding it is weak. One cannot stay well without facing illness. It was during this healthy period that I selected Scruffles from a box of barking pups. His spotted paws won me over. A proud new pet owner, I headed to the local bookstore and bought pet books with wolf covers to study canine acupuncture and flower remedies. At the time, I lived 3,000 miles away. For over 10 years now, Lolly and I have been taking turns parenting this dignified canine. Thursday after the Wonder Real Tears, I took Scruffles to a Chinese herbalist in Manhattan. She had shiny auburn hair, and her hands and arms were ringed with silver and copper jewelry. She smelled friendly, like bok choy fried in ilong ilong. He looks really well otherwise, she said. I inhaled her positivism, as I would a fresh chanterelle. How long does he have, I asked, grasping my tissue just in case. Years if the herbs work, she said, but you must remove that tumor soon. Tuesday, I said, committing to a date. She was the doctor to trust. Two weeks after the procedure, Scruffles and I drove north to the foot of the mountain where Van Winkle passed out on ale. I called Lolly on cellular. From the rock, Rip might have napped on and explained a theory. Tie some feathers in your hair, I said. Crow, eagle, anything but pigeon. The feathers will fortify you. You're regressing, Lolly said. I haven't heard these mystical hippie theories since you were a vegetarian ten years ago. Look, I said, feathers can't hurt. Put them on your dashboard if you can't bear wearing them. We're talking on cell phones, Lolly said. Feathers are retro. Is Rip Van Winkle too retro for you? I asked. I considered chucking my phone into the stream, running five feet over where Scruff was drinking. A woodpecker hacked in an elm tree. I'd have to email everyone for their numbers again. Plus, I couldn't talk to Lolly. The golden handcuffs. Your cell phone is probably giving you cancer right now, Lolly said. Luddite, I said. Aren't you the Luddite, avoiding the city? Call me when you forgive civilization, Lolly said. I'll be at the bar with my scotch on the rocks. I didn't lodge in a teepee. I shacked up in a Catskills dive motel. A junkie walked laps around the building, and whole families manned lawn chairs on the motel room porches. A pimp ran girls between his grass-green sedan and his room. I had mushroom guides sprawled out on the bed where Scruff and I watched MASH reruns. Feeling okay? I asked him, petting him beside me on the bed. Every time I looked at him, my eyes went automatically to his shaved crotch and I felt nasty. His six-inch stapled incision, penis preserved, looked clean and was healing properly. Scruffle smiled and hung his tongue out. He was tired from hiking. I refilled his bowl of water and set it beside him. Next morning we headed out early. We didn't see Rip as I'd hoped, but it was a breezy autumn day and planks crossed wet meadows to preserve plant life. Mushrooms sprouted on every dead tree trunk. Oysters, mitaki, sulfur shelf. My cell phone sounded so out of place. West Coast. I answered. Will you accept a collect call from L.A. County Jail? An operator asked. Lolly was drunk driving, hit a fire hydrant, and a lady at a bus stop. Luckily, only her leg was broken. "'How do you run over a leg?' I asked. "'I don't remember,' Lolly said. "'She has a leg cast. I need five grand.' "'Give me a minute to think,' I said. Scruff's ears were perked up, ready to think, too. "'Good boy,' I said. "'Find some money. "'Mr. Van Winkle's buried treasure.' "'Money wiring plans were made, and I folded my phone shut, "'slid it into my pocket. "'Coney phone.' The woods in the city are the same some days. If bad news was bricks, I'd live in a fortress. Scruffles licked my calf. I threw some rocks and packed it up. On the path back, Scruffles located a shiny polypore whose skin actually reflected sunlight. It was a bread round conch with ochre stripes edging its rim. Reishi, different from the brown, whose velveteen skin you can carve pictures into. I snapped it off the tree trunk, and carefully put it in my pack to shoot an ID later. The nearest Catskills Bail Bonds place was across from Cozy Kitchen, a coney diner decorated with baskets of silk flowers and gingham fabrics. I wired all the cash I had in the world and planted myself in a booth for coffee. Scruffles was tied up outside. Cranked on caffeine, I then wandered down the block to the scented candle shop to soothe myself with the smell of beeswax until Lolly called with release news. My sibling is lovable, but he gets sailor-style drunk. One DUI ago, he fell asleep at the wheel and drove into some park's tennis courts. The dog and I stopped for one more overnighter on the way back to Coney. I was broke now, and I wanted to show Scruffles one last good time. He wags his tail at motel room doors and stares at the doorknobs until I let him in. Then he jumps on the bed and readies himself for television. Knowing that he truly appreciates my meager gifts brings me joy. I charged the motel room on my credit card just to get this reaction out of my dog, which must say something bizarre about me. You're blocking the view, I said, on the king's size with scruffles as the sun set, watching nature documentaries. During commercials, we took turns with the remote. He can change channels if he paws it hard enough. How will I face life without this guy? I took the polypore out to identify it. It was glossier than Ganoderma aplanatum, the reishi I knew. Soft, corky, flat, zoned, red varnished cap with white to dull brown pores. In its stocked form, this is the ancient Chinese mushroom of immortality, also called the herb of spiritual potency, said the Audubon field guide. Red reishi, or ling chi, Ganoderma lucidum, an even better anti cancer. You found ling chi, I said. Good dog. Scruffles licked his chops. Coney-licious. Fortified for impending night, it was back to the city in the morning with Red Reishi and my Frankenweenie. To subscribe to The Writer's Block and hear more stories, visit kqed.org slash writersblock. The Writer's Block is produced by KQED. (laughs)